Welcome back to another Foolish Wanderers podcast, the podcast about anything and everything. So this week is going to be a little bit different, a little bit shorter of an episode because we had a full-length episode recorded. Really full-length. Really full-length, very long. Mm-hmm. The audio got messed up and some of it got deleted, so... And it's not our fault! No, it's our... How we record it, it got messed up. So today we're going to be talking about Amo Koyuvin. Koyuvin. Dang it, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't I'm see I'm enjoying it. this so much because usually it's me on the other end <laughs> being like, bye, bye, wait, what's that? But now it's you, and I get to laugh. Koivunen. 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 Yep, there you go. Okay, okay. Yeah, loosen your tongue up. Koivunen. Yep, there you go. Okay, like a koi fish. Whatever helps you pronounce it. <laughs> Whatever helps me sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Emo Vunin. Yeah. Close. Good. Okay. Close. He was a Finnish soldier in during World War Two, I believe. Um, and he's known to be the soldier that overdosed on meth, but still survived somehow and did some pre- pretty crazy things along the way. You know why he survived? Because he's Finnish. Yeah, and he's got <laughs> sisu. He's got sisu. a buttload of sisu. What's sisu? You don't know what Sisu is? I'm not Finnish. I apologize. <laughs> no. It's like, so how do I print, like, how do I explain it? Like guts? Will? Yeah. It's so, okay. it's like this motto that, like, the Finns use, and it just, it's like our motto for being, like, determined, having determination and, like, tenacity, like, oh. grit, bravery, resilience. And that's just, it means a lot of things, but those are, like, the core. Sisu. We have Sisu. We have Sisu power. I like it. Alright, so the two websites that I'll be going back and forth to read some of the articles are from Medium.com, which is the crazy crystal meth adventure of a Finnish soldier. And where I found it was my favorite website, allthatsinteresting.com. And their article was Meet Amo Koyuvin, the soldier who survived World War II thanks to accidentally overdosing on meth. The power of amphetamines. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, this, this story gets a little bit insane. So I'm going to go back to TheMedium.com to kind of give some of the backstory to what he and his troop are going through. All right, so it's about 10 o'clock in the morning, and Amo's unit has been almost has been on the move almost nonstop for more than two days. So basically, they don't really sleep. There's not much time for eating. They just keep going. Can you imagine that? No, that to me that's torturous too. Because like, you know, you know it's like you have to because you're trying to either get away from an enemy or like get to somewhere. But it's like your quality of life is so poor at that point. It's well, have, your. Have you seen pictures? I don't, I think it was for World War One, but okay. it was a picture of like a soldier, like a very young man. I think he's from France. Okay, I think, and it was like before the war, and then it was afterwards. Oh my goodness, he looks gaunt and just very like haunted i felt so bad for him i know just all the stuff you see and then horrible and world war if it was world war one and i'm correct you just would have been involved in a lot of that trench warfare and that was really just 
gory, horrible. Yeah, his eyes are just so sunken in. It's just he aged like forty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stress. It's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what these guys are going through. Only they're skiing in knee deep snow. But it's a fin. It's a fin. Yes. So, so I mean, like you know, it's a fish going through some water. <laughs> but at the same time, though, if you're like haven't slept in two days and barely ate. True. <laughs> but it's still it's a fin going through snow that's like a fish going through water all right mm-hmm. so at this time it's 15 degrees below zero celsius or about five degrees fahrenheit that's and fine yeah that's that's just at 10 in the morning so it's gonna get cold colder at night mm-hmm. right so around 10 in the morning emo and his troop or his squadron they decided to take a small break you know make a small fire get basically rest up a little bit and they had some tea well as they're having their little tea party the Soviets started to catch up with them, and they started shooting at them. So Amo and his his squadron had to flee extremely quickly. Need to haul ass. Yes, <laughs> basically, yep. yeah. Yep. So they hurried up and got their skis on, and they're exhausted at this point, right? They've been going for two days. Um, so they're trying to run, trying to go on their skis, trying to shoot back at the Russians at the same time. Um, but they're getting slow, and Amo, he's so Amo's kind of job. He's kind of like the lead. He's trying to cut through the deep snow to give them like a path to go down. So he's the leader. He's the Balto. Of I believe the so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's, he's the Balto of the. Yeah, he's the Balto. Yeah. Yep. So he's trying to make a nice path for them to go down. Well, he's exhausted, right? He's only eaten like a piece of bread in the morning, so which is empty carbs. Empty carbs. Yeah, probably yeah. all gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So he knows he's going to you know, run out of energy and he's basically he's almost falling asleep basically at this point on his skis because he's so exhausted. But he, then he remembers he has some pills in his pocket. So these pills, they were kind of kind of an experimental approved drug for mostly military at this point. Um, it's called Pervitin, I believe is how you pronounce it. P-E-R-V-I-T-I-N. Um, basically, this drug was supposed to give you a burst of energy and like give you a boost kind of kind of keep you going for days this drug was meth <laughs> it's basically an approved pill form of meth yeah so this drug was originally widely used by german soldiers to basically stay awake and perform better under punishing conditions and they didn't know what it did to you really like the health consequences no i don't think so they this just knew like, like experimental this was just remember this yeah. is war so yeah they're just basically trying to make things to make it so they can win yep any means yeah. necessary yeah yep yep so they didn't they just keep you away keep you give you energy that's mm-hmm. all they did and like yep. all the german soldiers pretty much used it amo didn't want to he basically refused to take this drug until this moment he did not want to use it so he was like basically falling asleep on his skis, right? So he decided, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this so I can get my group out of here. So he has his vial of pills in his pocket, takes out the vial, pops the top. He has gloves on his hands, though, so he can't just grab one pill. So in order to keep it like a secret and not show the Soviets, you know, like he has these pills, he accidentally dumps the entire contents into his glove and takes 30 pills. <laughs> Wait, are you supposed? You're supposed to just take one, right? Just supposed to take one. Did he so take the whole thing? He did because he wanted to keep it a secret, or like on the lowdown, that he had these pills. He didn't want. But how to- do you like secretly take thirty pills at once? Well, basically, what happened? He like accidentally dumped it all in his glove instead of like trying to fiddle with it and put it back in. He just shoved it, like tossed them all back. 30 pills at once so he didn't look like he just swallowed it right away didn't look like a chipmunk or anything like well i don't know if he looked like a chipmunk or not i don't know (laughs) he barely swallowed swallowed 30 pills oh no (laughs) so yeah bad sign right away 
And this was pure methamphetamine. So just meth. Just meth. Just crystal meth in pill form. All right. So immediately, Koivunen began skiing much faster. His squad matched his pace initially. And like the Soviets fell back because they couldn't keep pace with him. Mm-hmm. But he began skiing so fast that eventually his squad couldn't even keep up with him. Like he lost them? He, he basically lost them. He just, yeah, without knowing, he ditched them. So his vision, in the meantime, while he's skiing so fast... His vision went blurry. He basically lost consciousness. He just kept skiing in a blackout state. So like he didn't know what he was doing. His body was just like on autopilot, just kept going. Oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah. So the next day, his awareness returned. So he skied through the night from 10 a.m. through the night to the next day. Then he finally got awareness of where he was and what was happening again. But at this time, he had crossed over a hundred kilometers. How mi- how long how far is that in how many miles? Yeah, how many miles is that? Uh, so 100 kilometers is about 62 miles. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh! Yeah, so that's that's not a small task to go that far overnight. He was going so fast. Wow! So he also realized he was alone. His whole squadron was gone. He was alone. He went 62 miles alone. Yeah. Where, where, like, did he? Was he like, where am I? Kind of, yeah. So his squad fell behind, left him alone. So Koi Koivunen had no ammunition or food left. All he had. Oh my god! So he has no food and no, no water, food, no and food. no one's yep. around him. And he doesn't really know where he is. Yep, exactly. Yep. Oh my god! So gosh. all he had was his skis and his meth-induced burst of energy. Oh, so most people would be like, "Well, I'm dead." Yeah, but you're hyped up on on methamphetamine, right? You're just gonna keep going. Your brain is not thinking rationally. You're not gonna think, "Oh, I should find food." You're just mm-hmm. like, "I keep going." Plus, he's Finnish, so yeah. Plus, <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Did he take more of the pills? That's all he had. He only had 30. So he was like, oh, he, okay, so he doesn't have any more. Okay, good. Because I was worried he's going to be like, well, I guess I'll take the rest of them and head back the other way. No, no, no. He took them all on accident and then, yeah. Yep. Um, so apparently in one of his blackout states, or like when he was kind of lost, when he was away from his group, from his troop. One of his meth-fueled rages? Is that yes. what you mean? <laughs> yeah, so when he was in this like unconscious state, he somehow, he found, he was on the top of this hill and he spotted a fire burning in the distance. And he saw some men standing around it. So he kind of thought, you know, it's a German camp, it's my allies or whatever. I'm just going to go and say hi. I'm going to go in, ask if you can help me. He skied down the hill at full speed. But when he found, like, when he got close enough, he realized they were Russians. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, luckily for, for Amo, he, they were so, like, awestruck and just, like, shocked to see him. This website, this article describes it as a high-as-a-kite Finnish soldier darting straight through the camp. <laughs> Katrina, he gave the Soviets um, n- nightmares for years. Oh, come. I'm sure they did. Nightmares. <laughs> So basically, they just like stared at him and like watched him fly through the camp. They left. Katrina, after the war, there was a few Russian soldiers that had to go to therapy, and they were they told their therapist about this met crystal meth head Finn soldier that haunt came to haunt their camp. Yeah, yeah. We just he just sailed sailed right through, and then we just what do you do? Oh my gosh. <sighs> yep. So he also. He said that he talked with a number of absent friends and fought an imaginary wolverine that turned out to be a tree branch, shattering his <laughs> wrist, shattering his wrist compass, and losing his backpack in the process. <laughs> so 
he fought a tree. So he lost his backpack yeah, and he lost all that weight and had no... F- oh my gosh. Yeah, no, he was... If he wouldn't have been on meth, he would have obviously died. Sisu so. was real. Yep. Oh my goodness. Okay. He found himself in an abandoned cabin and he decided to start a fire on the wooden floor in the middle of the room. <laughs> so soon... The whole cabin caught on fire. Oh my god. And he's just standing there like, oh, no. it feels so warm. No, he curled up on the ground, tried to sleep. In the just, cabin? In the cabin. Wait, he, didn't he start lighting the floor on fire? Yes. Yeah. So he, he started with the floor. So he started with the floor yes. and then decided to, I don't know, lay Pause. down and take a nap? <laughs> he's on meth. He does not know. <laughs> he, so then as, you know, so as the flames kept getting closer, he just scooted away. <laughs> He scooted his boot like Inca does on the carpet. Yeah, he just scooted away. (laughs) Yep. So he didn't actually fall asleep because he's high on meth. Yeah. So when the cabin collapsed, he managed to escape, put on his skis, and just just went and just was like, here we go. Yep. That was the pit stop. He's just like a NASCAR. <laughs> he like went in to get the pit stop, like set the floor on fire, laid down for a bit, went, oh, the collapse on top of me. Here we go. Yep, pretty much. What in the... <laughs> so the this the... needs to be a movie. This is hilarious. Oh, that would be such an interesting movie. Like a comedy, but you know. It, it's like, it's a very morbid comedy. It's just so... It's just, it'd, be a it's, dark, it's a, uh, it'd be a dark comedy, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, this isn't going to be on Hallmark Channel. Oh, That's no. not what I'm saying, but... No. No, this is, um, this is like a series of unfortunate events. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, in the morning, after that happened, after the building the collapsed cabin? on him... Okay. Yes. He came across an abandoned German outpost, where he almost immediately set off an explosion. Again? Yes, so this is where he ran into the mine. So basically, his foot was maimed. He, yeah, it should not have been able to be used. Sisu. Sisu. And a little bit of meth. Yep, yep. I'd say it was probably like 80-20, like 80% meth, 20% Sisu. That's okay. what's going to help me sleep at night. Okay. So get this. As he was hopping about the German camp trying to get hopping? out. Hopping? He was hopping at this point, yes. He tried to open the door of a dugout and set off another explosive trap. <laughs> So at this point, he found himself belly up and nearly buried in snow about 30 meters from the dugout. He was still holding the doorknob in his hand. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's funny. I'm sorry. That's like, funny. What? He's holding the doorknob. Like, what? Like, where's the door? What happened to the door? I don't know. It probably, if it was wooden, it probably splintered. Oh, wait, yeah. Splintered everywhere. It's gone. But- yeah. I think it's funny that he was holding oh, onto the doorknob. Yeah. So at this point, though, most of his clothes had been torn to shreds. So he was half naked, going through this freezing cold, like snowy Sub-zero area. Temperature. Sub-zero temperature. Sub-zero, yeah. Great. Yep. What the heck? He's, oh my gosh. He's like the Finnish Rambo on Crystal Meth. <laughs> he He's is. Crystal oh. Meth Rambo. <laughs> he literally is. So after the landmine, he still kept going and he was still delirious so i like that you're like after the landmine because usually (laughs) the landmine is the end of the story they're like yeah but 
But so after he laid on the ground and he drifted in and out of consciousness until basically he was waiting for help. So then he kind of realized he had the wherewithal to realize it's freezing and I'm going to die if I don't move. And he has no food. So he's in sub-zero temperatures, has no food, (laughs) is alone, Mm -hmm. is high on crystal meth. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So what does he do? He got back on his skis and kept Mm -hmm. going. He's got, yep, that's Sisu. This is a story of Sisu. It is, yes. It doesn't shine a great light on it because, you know, it's crystal meth. (laughs) And most stories with crystal meth, you know, not great great. stories. Not a good hero's journey, but. Yep. So as the days passed, Koivunin's appetite slowly returned. So he kind of started to realize, oh, I'm hungry. (laughs) How many days has this been? I'm not sure at this point. I don't know. It's, it's been several days. So while so the meth did suppress his desire to eat, as he usually does, but eventually he started feeling hungry and it started to hurt. So Oh, no. Yeah. So Winter in Lapland left very few options for him to eat. Like, there's not many things he could find. No. So he gnawed on pine buds. To That's stay, smart. Yeah. Yep. So one day, Koivunen managed to catch a Siberian jay and ate it raw. <laughs> The bird? The bird. He Good ate it wrong. So can you get salmonella? Is it just in a chicken or is it another bird's? I don't I don't know. Um mm. I mean like him getting salmonella is the least of his worries. At this point but- <laughs> he's been through a landmine, he overdosed some meth. I think getting salmonella from a cute little bird is is the least of his worries. Mm-hmm. So, so in his meth-fueled rage, he like <laughs> devoured a raw bird. Yes. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, he eventually reached Finnish territory, where basically his compatriots, his fellow men, rushed the soldier to the hospital. He, they rushed him to the hospital. So they found him, and they're like, "Get, <laughs> we're gonna get you help." So at the end of this, Koivunen had crossed four hundred kilometers or two hundred and fifty miles. Holy crap! He lost a ton of weight. He lost how much? How much weight did he lose? Do you want to guess? How many pounds? Like probably forty, thirty. That seems like ninety-four. No, wait. He lost ninety-four pounds. He lost ninety-four pounds. Yeah. Well, he's going so fast with no food, no water. Just, I think I'm sure it burned up all of his fat reserves. Holy Just crap! Kept, yeah. Yep. Um, wow, <laughs> that is really unhealthy. Yeah, for anybody. But yeah, yeah. It is. I don't recommend this diet. All of a sudden, like the at the camp, they see they're like, "What's that skeleton in the distance?" (laughs) And it's just like, like a (laughs) skiing. You're like, "What the gosh?" I think it'd be like a a monster or something at that point. I'm sure he had all of his suit on, right? I don't know. Yeah, but it probably looked like a little kid in it because it didn't fit anymore. Yeah, probably. He lost ninety four pounds. Yeah. Jeez. So his heart rate remained at 200 beats per minute. What's a normal? That's a lot. But what's a normal rate? I think 70 something. 70? It's a normal heart rate. Yeah. So a normal heart rate for adults is 60 to 100 beats per minute. He was double that. He was double that. And he's in the hospital? Yeah. At this point, he's in the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to call it right now. He's not going to die. There's no way. So, no, no he's he, not going to he die. Did, no, he actually lived until like his 70s. Yeah, this is so. this is the way. Yeah, this yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so he survived this ordeal, which is insane, but he survived. He lived till around 70 years old. 
Did he take methamphetamine ever again? I don't think so. Well, he was against it in the first place, so I'm sure he, he was took like so much. I'm sure he was just like never again. <laughs> I don't care. That kind of, so this whole story kind of reminds me of so like Viking soldiers, like Vikings, so like berserkers. So Vikings are not Finnish. They're like Swedish, yeah, Danish, yeah. and Norwegian. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, different topic. But yeah. so before war, like berserkers would get into like a drug-fueled rage. Ooh. And then they would go to war that way. So they'd be high as a kite, you know, Ooh. pillage and whatnot. Ooh, gross. Why are you making noises? You're you're Norwegian. You're a Viking. Well, I can say it's gross. <laughs> I don't want to see cool. it. That's <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my goodness! So, uh, so yes, pervitin um, was only for emergency use and like to be used if you really needed needed it. Which, which they did because they did, yeah. the Soviets were on their ass. Yeah, at that point, them. yeah, yeah, they did. Scary, yeah, get out of there. Yep. Yeah. So in the days before the Nazis invaded France, commanders passed out pervitin to millions of soldiers. So basically, everybody Everyone had, it. had it. Last ditch effort. Yep. By any when by any means necessary. Yeah, and they also like. For a while, it was used to cure depression, um, and the like. That's what the pharmaceutical company claimed, and they could actually buy it. Like Germans could buy this over the counter as "quote unquote" energy pills. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> wasn't smoking like they're like it's healthy for you. I think so. Yeah, it helps cure like the nerves and jitters. Probably, yeah. That it starts like, it too. Yep. And we're not giving any of the listeners ideas, just in case no, you're trapped in outside in the snowy tundra. Do not do meth. Do not. That is a very, very bad idea. We do not condone any sort of illegal drugs at all. So that is the interesting story about Emil Koivunen. All right, Wanderers, we hope you enjoyed this hopefully a little bit shorter episode. So hopefully next week we'll have our normally scheduled episode up, if everything works correctly. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed this one. If you guys have any suggestions for future episodes, feel free to feel free to email us at fwplisteners at gmail.com. And I don't know if I can... I'll probably have a picture of um, Amo on Instagram at Foolish Wanderers Podcast eventually. So check it out. And I'll also leave the links to these two articles that I used in the description down below if you want to check them out. Thanks. All right, Wanderers, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.